This is the Nerd and Tie Podcast. Welcome to Bullshit Free Witchcraft. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and this is your monthly witchcraft podcast, minus any of the extraneous bullshit. You know, it's, uh, I mean, we're a dozen episodes in. If you couldn't figure that out by now, I I urge you to go back to the beginning. <laughs> Anyways, this episode is going to be one of my more off-the-cuff ones and uh, it means I'll probably take a whole bunch of takes, and there's going to be so much deleted audio from this thing that it could fill up a whole other show of ums and ands and likes, and we don't need to hear that. But the reason why is because this one's more just kind of my thoughts on a topic, and that is uh, the, the topic of dabbling, of trying out witchcraft. And... I want to be very clear that my opinion is that everyone should try witchcraft unless they don't want to. That's that's a pretty pretty simple simple opinion, but it comes down to uh, something that and doesn't didn't necessarily occur to me when I started this show, uh, and that was exactly how many beginners would be interested in what me rambling. I mean, I guess it should have been obvious to me, but the obvious sometimes goes right by me, and I don't always catch it, so uh, please forgive me, but um, I had to, to think about this, because what, what, what's occurred to me in some of the feedback I've gotten from, from listeners has been from people who were beginning or trying things out, and I I just thought about the environment in which beginners enter witchcraft and why it's there's there's a hostility towards young people with older from older witches there always has been and it's it's the the whole thing where um a lot of uh experienced witches think that people coming into it it, it's just going to be a phase that they're they're playing with it, and uh, there are a myriad of derogatory terms for like young people, like uh, teenagers trying out witchcraft, which I myself have been guilty of of using and saying in in the past. I mean, I've been a witch for you know over twenty years. I've been in many phases of my life <laughs> while I've been practicing. And sometimes it's opaque, sometimes it's hostility, and sometimes, I don't know. It's something that we should talk about, and it's something that we should uh, ponder a bit. And that's what I thought I would take the time this month to ponder. And it's, uh, it's that it's okay if it turns out to just be a phase and it's okay if you just end up dabbling and don't commit to witchcraft i i want to be very clear that that 
It's okay if you try witchcraft and find out you don't want to keep doing witchcraft. Likewise, if you take a break from witchcraft that doesn't make you any less legitimately a witch, or if you choose not to be a witch anymore, it doesn't delegitimize your having been one. that makes sense? I hope it makes sense. I know I talk about Wicca a lot on the show for a general witchcraft podcast, but in Wicca there's a concept of a year and a day. Before you dedicate yourself or are initiated into a group. And the, the taking a year and a day to study. And the purpose behind this is to learn and figure out, and ostensibly it's so you are, you know, educated enough to be a member of the coven or the craft or whatever we are pretentiously going to say today. But really, <laughs> really the purpose of that practice in, in Wicca is, is part of it's learning the stuff, but honest to God, like, you could get the basics that you need to know down, like, and, and build your own tradition after, like, oh, two weeks if you, like, just study hard enough. I mean, obviously, like, you know, we all have lives, and if you were going to, you know, read every book you can, like, it might take more time than that. But really, you don't need a full year and a day to learn everything you need to know to actually become a Wiccan. Um, <laughs> but... But the practice of a year and a day is very helpful in, in, that tr in, in, in the Wiccan religion because it allows you to figure out whether or not it's actually something you want to do. Like, before you take the time to commit to something full-heartedly and, you know, either self-dedicate or initiate, that you're really, like, that you know you want to do this, and it gives you an out. So, you know, say that, okay, I'm really into this, but I I don't, it's not right for me. Like, you can just change your mind without, you know, fully committing to Wicca. And, and even if you are a Wiccan, there's honestly, okay, so, like, Wiccans, we do this whole, like, fancy self-dedication, dedicate ourselves to the goddess and the god, and all this, 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 you can stop doing it whenever you want. No judgment. Honestly, it's uh, you may find that you want to keep doing witchcraft and not do it within that religious structure if you, you know, come awakened. Or you may find that uh, your your faith pulls you elsewhere. And um, it's uh, we used to make God. I don't even want to say it because it comes from. I'm not gonna say it. There is a three-letter acronym that we used to make jokes about in high school. And mind you, this is the 90s. And I'm honestly bothered by even making the joke. Um, but we would, you know, people... But it was mostly that we would we would talk about... God, I'm such a bad person. Um, we would talk about people who were only going to be Wiccan as long as they're with their parents' house or pagan until their parents' house, and then they're going to immediately drop it. And... One of the people I pegged is that turned out to eventually become a Christian pastor. And that's... But, like, the 17-year-old me would have been super judgy 
like 17 year old me would have because I think I think there's a point where a lot of us go through a chip on our shoulders stage um, and or at least I did I had that was the first five years of my being a witch were really me I was a dick just a complete dick I don't I would not want to hang out with that person that I was at least when talking about witchcraft like I today would not want to hang out with me then um but so like you get really judgy against people who might just be trying it out or maybe not doing it for the greatest reasons but like that's okay like if you are like if you are 16 and you've decided to try out witchcraft by the time you're 18, you decide, I don't want to do this anymore, then stop. And no one should judge you for that. Like, it's... Witchcraft as an activity, as a, as a craft, as, like, a thing you're doing, like, you should only be doing it if it calls to you and it feels right at the time. And if it doesn't, don't do it. Like, don't, don't do witchcraft out of obligation. That's... Like, the whole point is that you shouldn't be doing this out of obligation. If you're trying out witchcraft, if you've if you've been with me like through these episodes, and you're you you're a new witch, and you just you get to this point, and you're just like, I don't I don't want to do this anymore. Then, then don't. Then don't. And it's just it, it's. And other witches, we need to be accepting of this. Like, there's a lot of judgment um, from established witches about people who try things out, about people who are dabbling, or it might just be a phase, and phase is a dirty word. Like, talking about someone's witchcraft phase, and, you know, oh, it's... We, we get real judgy about that, and we shouldn't. And, and likewise, and so what happens is, is that when new witches come in, and young witches who are just learning come into the craft, they get... Uh, what happens is, is that older witches, having seen so many people try it out and leave it behind, get... I've seen hostility towards new witches for, because they think, oh, it's just going to be a face for this person. And maybe it is, and that's, like, that's cool, dude. Like, a person who has a witchcraft phase... At some point, like, if they are, like, someone who had, like, a 30-year-old who had a 17-year-old witchcraft phase, like, when they were younger, I don't have to explain what witchcraft is to them. <laughs> I don't, like, if they, they, if they see me wearing a pentacle, they're not going to ask me 20 questions. They're going to know, and they'll probably be okay with it. If they're not okay with it, that's no different than anyone else who's not okay with it. But, like, because my biggest problem growing up and why I actually like became more secretive of my witchcraft was not because I was having like I don't live in the south I don't live in like I live in a smaller town but not like I don't live in a small town and so I've never had anyone like threaten me over my you know my wearing a pentacle or like I've never had anything bad happen like that uh, what I have had is anytime someone finds out I'm a Wiccan is then I have to give a 10-minute lecture 
on what Wicca is, what, you know, what witchcraft is, what the difference between it and Satanism is, and the difference between Satanism and devil worship is, even though I don't do either of those two things, I have to explain it. And then, like, it just, it becomes exhausting. Like, it just becomes exhausting. It's it's also why, like, I mean, unrelated to witchcraft, it's that kind of conversation is why it took me forever to come out openly as genderqueer non-binary, like, for my gender stuff, because, like, I just didn't want to have to keep explaining concepts to people. And, yeah, I mean, heck, half of the... I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast at some point, like, in the last, you know, dozen episodes, but it's just exhausting. And so, yeah, if someone had a witchcraft phase and they were 17, it means I don't have to deal with that, right? The thing is... I know I say that a lot, the thing is... um, The thing is is that when you have this open hostility towards newcomers to witchcraft because you think it's just going to be a phase for them or that they're just dabbling and you view that as a negative, um, newcomers to witchcraft can pick up on that hostility. They can tell that you don't want them there because you're being very judgy about them. You're prejudging. And some of those people who, like they can tell that and it makes them want to leave. It's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. This stigma that we create around trying out witchcraft, it actually causes more people to exit witchcraft. And I know that like most of us aren't actually trying to proselytize. And we're definitely 100% not trying to recruit at all. And if you're trying to recruit, you're weird. Um, but like we also shouldn't be driving away people who might be able to find something vital in in what we're doing you know we shouldn't we shouldn't force people out the door and you can tell me that they're trying out witchcraft for the wrong reason or like whatever but like what's first off what's the right reason i mean obviously like religious forms of witchcraft like there is a specific you know like motivation for some of it, but that's only a portion of it. And even if they're trying out those religious forms for quote-unquote the wrong reasons, sometimes people try things out and then find the right reasons why they're while they're there. Someone who it was just a neat thing or a cool thing to look at might actually find something true and vital to themselves within it. And was that the wrong reason then that they tried it out? Maybe, but that's not why they stayed. And isn't that okay? Like, shouldn't that be okay? I think I think it is, and I think it's important that we be open and accepting them. So, for some people, yes, this is just gonna be. A short thing in their life. This is just going to be a thing that they enter into briefly. 
and it's like so I a long time ago read an article um I it, it was an article about someone talking about their witchcraft phase about um how uh young how girls often go through a witchcraft phase and they have themselves and they were so embarrassed by it like the like for doing things like Ouija and for like lays a feather stiff as a board at sleepovers and things like that and like how like they they felt embarrassed by it and I just I don't know why anyone should ever be embarrassed that for a moment in their life they felt that there was magic in the air that's not embarrassing that's wonderful and like the modern witchcraft movement is about still finding that magic in your life as an adult. It's about it's about finding that mystery, finding that essence. I don't know. I think it's important to have some sense of mystery in life. Not in a way that, like... And I find that mystery in, in many places. This isn't to say be ignorant of science, be ignorant of how things work. By Jeez Louise, no. Like... But there's so many things that we don't understand, and just being in awe of what we do and don't, like, understand is is important to me. And at least that, for me, fuels a lot of the reason why I do that. So the fact that, like, someone would be ashamed of, of of living through that or find it embarrassing, don't. If If you walk into witchcraft and you decide that it's not for you after spending time doing it, that's okay, and no one should judge you for that. And we as a community, as the as the larger modern witchcraft community, if you can even really define one, um, but at least we people who are public and openly about practicing witchcraft, we need to be welcome to newcomers. We need to be non-judgmental of those newcomers, and we need to be okay that someone might not continue to be interested in it. I don't know. This whole this whole community is often very opaque to new people. Like, you'll find Tumblr blogs and websites catering towards new people and some books, but if you actually go into physical witchcraft spaces, like, it's like a wall. Like, I've, I've been in um, stores that, like, I'm not going to mention that, like, it was just, like, if I was a new witch and I walked into this place... I would have no idea where to start, and I definitely wouldn't feel like I wanted to stay. And that's just the truth. So I think, as as I think, we need to be always welcome to newcomers. Um, I just I think we should be clear that 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 it's okay if you're just trying it out because. Like, any artificial barrier that we put up there is not helping 
us, it's not helping them. And if anything, you might be actually driving someone away from something that could be important. So it's important not to be judgmental if it turns out it isn't. And hopefully that made sense to someone because it makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, it's just one of those things. I want to know what you have to say. Um, I want to know what your thoughts are. I want to do a feedback episode. I want to answer your questions um, in an upcoming episode. I've got a couple, but I don't have enough to do a whole one. So if, uh, if you've got questions for me, or if you've got things about anything I've ever covered on this show that you want addressed, uh, go to bsfreewitchcraft.trhonline.com and go to the contact form page on there. And please let me know. I've got some, I've got a couple of questions and things I want to identify and talk about and deal with, um, but I don't have enough. So it's not going to be next month's episode, but in a couple of months, I'd really, really, really like to do an episode about your thoughts and your feedback because um, I I think it, I, I want to keep this a conversation. I want to keep this going two, two directions. And I talk a lot obviously, because you're listening to a thing in which I talk for 20 minutes to a half hour every month. But I want to know what your thoughts are. I want to know what your responses to some of this are. And I think it's important to get uh, a, a different viewpoint other than my own. Uh, <laughs> so please, please, please. And if you don't want to use the contact form, that's uh, bsfreewitchcraft.com trhonline.com slash contact. I think that's the contact form. If you don't want to reach out to me there, you can do it by sending me a message on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft or you can email me sure, at trh at trhonline.com That's my personal email address. Just put bsfreewitchcraft in the subject so I know that it's for this. And, uh, yeah, let talk to me about stuff. Tell me what you want to, uh, what I should address. And if you have questions, do that. I want to know. It's, it would be, I think it's going to be cool. And that about wraps up this episode of BS Free Witchcraft. I know that this was maybe a little boring for some of you, but I think it's a message that I... I really think we need to address, I think that the importance of being able to dabble and try things out is, like, that is core to witchcraft, in my opinion. Fight me. Um, <laughs> uh, remember, uh, we'll be back next month with something probably a little more informative. Uh, I've got a couple of different topics I want to cover, uh, so I haven't decided which one yet, but it'll be like... A, a much more researched piece, probably, instead of me just talking at you. Um, I mean, it'll still be me talking at you. It's just, it'll be me talking at you with, like, information, not just my strong opinions on a subject. Uh, and if you want to support this show, uh, I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. Um, remember, you can also follow me on social media uh, at T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N is my Twitter. T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N is my dot Tumblr.com is my Tumblr. 
and uh, you can support this show on Facebook. Uh, well, follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash psfreewitchcraft. Although I just told you that like a couple of minutes ago in my spiel about doing a feedback episode, so I don't know why I need to repeat it, but I'm doing it anyways because, yeah, and I will talk to you bullshitters all later. Oh, God, I'm not going to... Oh, maybe I shouldn't call this. You know, yeah, writing something to call the listeners of this show, because there are a bunch of you, and I feel like I should be addressing you in some way, and I, I still haven't figured out what to say. I've at least figured out how to end the show, which is just to stop talking, which I'm going to do that now. <laughs>